0: How are you doing, everybody? The Jack Podcast Network. Two Angry Men. A podcast featuring a legendary baseball player and a legendary sports broadcaster. Two Angry Men. And
1: now here's your hosts, Jack Cobbing and Denny McLean.
0: You people out in the suburbs, maybe it's uh, Winnetka, Arlington Heights, whatever the case may be. Don't forget the best, far and away, the premier suburban taxi service, Chicagoland area, John Coyne's legendary American Taxi. Courtesy, comfort, appropriate pricing, whether it's O'Hare, Midway, whether it's Billy Mitchell Field in Milwaukee, American Taxi is always your way to go. Hey, if you've been drinking, nobody wants the DUI on the scorecard. Try and get a job if you have a DUI. Rely on American Taxi. Make American Taxi your designated driver with American Taxi. Pleasure Relaxation, comfort—always the name of the game. Two angry men. You've got Denny McClain, the former 31-game winner, up in Motown. I'm Chad Kopick, the Godfather of Sports Talk Radio, right here in Chicago. We got lots to begin with on the uh, agenda tonight. Most notably, Ben Roethlisberger. All right, if I'm Commissioner uh, uh, Roger Goodell, Denny, here is where I begin with Ben Roethlisberger. Given what's transpired. Given his previous track record, given the embarrassment he's caused in the National Football League, I suspend him first eight games of the NFL regular season, two oh, one oh. What approach would you take?
1: You know, let's all back off for just a second. Let's talk about what he's been accused of doing. The prosecutor could not bring a case because listen to this now, he couldn't bring a case because there was no visible penetration. That does not take into account that she was held, actually kidnapped, by the two cops who sat outside the bathroom while Roethlisberger, according to her, raped her. Um, I don't quite get it. Two cops, a cop who had permission to work for Roethlisberger, and the other cop, by the way, at one time worked for Roethlisberger in his office, but this other cop who played such a large part here, of course, has been fired or they let him go. But he's got some problems coming, I think, because he may have kidnapped somebody here. But Hey, yeah, Danny, by the a- way, you're
0: I- aware of something that uh, the uh, the girls that night who were involved with uh, uh, Roethlisberger and his friends and his uh, bodyguards were wearing badges that said uh, DTF, meaning to make it down and dirty, down to fuck. So, I mean, these were not, these were not little angels out for a, out for a Girl Scout cookie mission, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, but wait a minute. It still doesn't give you a right to, to, to bet them, take them down, unless they give you permission.
0: I'll go along with that.
1: You know, the bottom line is, you know, the bottom line is Rottersburger and his entire entourage, including the cops, uh, They forced, not forced, but they promoted these girls to just keep taking shot after shot after shot. Listen, whatever condition she got into, yes, she freely started probably doing it early, but she's a 20 year old kid. Think about your own 20 year old daughter with, with Roethlisberger, a superstar of some kind in any sport, sitting there, All impressed with the, with the giant size of this guy. And the bottom line is, here you go. Start drinking one shot after another. Then he's got two cops who protect him in the bathroom while he's doing his thing. There's the, Listen, I think they're going to suspend him for the whole season. I don't think they can do anything less for one reason. It sends no message for anything less than 16 games. Let him cost him his whole salary. guy's making a ton of money. And I suspect, sooner or later, if he goes for the whole season, I think Rooney will look to get rid of him.
0: Hi, Denny, I'll tell you why it won't happen for the entire year. Uh, put yourself in the position of uh, the Rooney family. Uh, long-time owners of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Think about the old man, Arthur Rooney, you know, very devoted uh, bookie, Catholic, went to Mass every morning, been collected from his fellow parishioners. This is a very conservative organization, and they're not happy with Roethlisberger. I'm sure right now they would like to deal with Roethlisberger. That being said, if you're CBS television and you've got uh, second games on Sundays of double headers. Ben Roethlisberger is a big, strapping, Super Bowl-winning white quarterback. You want this guy playing. So anybody who thinks there isn't a business component in what's going to transpire with Ben Roethlisberger, Roger Goodell, and the NFL is nuts.
1: But you bring up something very interesting, my friend, and I'm taken back a little bit. You, you said that uh, Rooney was a bookmaker and what have you. Yes, he was. He was all of those things, but I want to point out one thing. He was not a rapist. Um, you know, there's a big, big stretch here between a rapist and and a bookmaker. There's a big stretch here between a guy who took steroids, Barry Bonds, and a rapist. I mean, we can talk about Kobe. We can talk about Magic throwing his uh, garbage around and, and infecting another one. You can talk about a lot of people w- with, with this uh, attack of females in the last three, four, five years. But there's nothing worse than a rapist. And them being accompanied by the two cops, this makes no sense to me. Why would two cops jeopardize their Hmm. pensions, their careers, everything they've got going for them? And listen, it's in black and white. There wasn't only one person that said the two cops blocked anybody from going back there to help her. There's five or six people that said the cops would not let anyone go back there to rescue her. Rescue is the term they were using. So, I mean, I'm sorry. This guy should be in jail. He got away with it because, according to the prosecutor, as I said earlier, there was no penetration. Uh, despite the bruises on her face, apparently that meant nothing.
0: Hi, my friend. Uh, let me ask you this. Who do you think, uh, in his own individual way, uh, was guilty of a more uh, uh, reprehensible act? Michael Vick with the dogs. Or Ben Roethlisberger with the babes, and I was talking about this with Lester Munson, the legal law uh, analyst from ESPN today, and he says, you know what, Roethlisberger is worse than Michael Vick, and that in fact Michael Vick never had any business pleading guilty. The Vick, in fact, was railroaded to a certain extent. Now, that being said, that being said, who do you think is worse, Ben Roethlisberger or Michael Vick?
1: Well, first of all, Vic has admitted everything that was going on at his house. He was not, he was not a passive, uh, compulsive gambler. He was a player. He was the guy who fed the dogs. He is the guy that had his party animals, his entourage there. Let's not, I mean, For some of you to say that he was led to plead guilty, come on. What a jerk-off. Number one. Number two, he pled guilty, besides being guilty, because he wanted to get back in the NFL. If he goes to trial, he could have done seven, eight, ten years. He'd have never had a shot in the nfl so he got his wish he did his time he's paid for the crime and he's moved on god bless him he's entitled to that but the worst of all of them is still the senator from from north carolina you know he's still the worst um john uh what the hell's his last name
0: uh john edwards
1: yeah john edwards he's still the worst but Followed very, very closely. In fact, you probably can't even see any space between the two of them, Roethlisberger. I mean, because here's the thing with Roethlisberger. He's got police reports from Las Vegas all the way to Georgia. I know. I mean, when does this stop? When, when does somebody get a hold of them? Isn't one lawsuit with a woman enough to keep you out of the clubs? Isn't isn't one lawsuit that accused you of everything, but but hitting her over the head with a hammer? I don't know if you read that lawsuit, but it's incredible what she says in that lawsuit. Well, now,
0: Denny, if you're if you're Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, you have a major issue here that involves your yep. own credibility, and that's right. this: if you suspend Roethlisberger, for example, for two ball games, every women's group in America and a lot of men. Are going to be furious. They're going to be outraged. You have to, you have to bring the hammer down on this guy for two reasons: to appease the public, and number two, the National Football League has been for years an outlaw league. I mean, yes. the public doesn't realize how many athletes in the National Football League have arrest records. For gosh sakes, it's time, it's time for some form of of legitimate conduct. To uh, become a way of life in the National Football League, if Goodell does not give Roethlisberger eight games, Goodell is a pussy.
1: Let me ask you the two cent question, my son. If it wasn't Ben Roethlisberger and it was some other second or third string quarterback, guard, tackle, flat ass water boy, do you think he'd even be still in the NFL with a chance of no. playing again? No, no,
0: for heaven's sake, he would have been my cut case. immediately. I
1: I rest my case, and it's happened. Look at look at what they do to the kids in the minor leagues who get caught for testing uh, positive with steroids. They either get a six-month suspension or a season or two years. I mean, Jesus, they treat them almost with an electric chair, and this guy exactly. is going to be able to play again.
0: Hey, by the way, one of these days, do you expect Albert Pujols to be called out? Do you think Pujols is very quietly uh, using HGH or using some form of uh, uh, high-tech steroid that the uh, – Uh, the testers have yet to uh, catch up with
1: you know they say there's a beauty that came out last summer of some kind uh god only knows what it is i haven't been able to find anything of course i don't go to enough games to find out to get close to anyone anymore but uh, they say there's a beauty going around and that could never be detected uh and uh you know listen He's the. Great, I got to tell you something. With the exception of Mickey Mantle, and he's certainly approaching this. I saw Mantle in his prime. So did you. There was nobody better than Mickey Mantle in this game. But I want to tell you something. From one side of the plate, Albert Pujols is the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. This is like God wow. created this guy to, to, to do whatever he wants to do. He's unbelievable.
0: Now, stop for a moment. Yeah. You're you're going to tell me Albert Pujols. Inch for inch, pound for pound, greater ballplayer than Willie Mays. Absolutely. That's, that's a big statement, pal. That is a yeah. huge not, statement. Not
1: only that, listen, not only that, he's a better guy than Mays was.
0: Well, he's I mean, a Satan's huge. a better guy than Willie Mays is, for heaven's sake.
1: You know, come to think of it, Senator Edwards was better, It's a better guy than Willie Mays was. Uh, um, or is. Uh, yeah, listen, I think Pohlhulst is the best ballplayer I've ever seen in my life. And I'm, and defensively, listen, uh, you know, Mays could play defensively around anybody during his prime. But I want to tell you this, Pull I, I, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're betting against the other club with Pull Holes coming up, you're in trouble. I mean, this kid, and I, and I'll, I'll tell you this too. If he was in the American League, uh, I think he has, well, maybe both leagues. I think he's got a shot of hitting 400 one day. I think he's that good. And I, I, some of the things he doesn't do super well, still hitting the ball the other way. But I want to tell you something. This kid is the best I've ever seen with a baseball bat. I'm telling, there wasn't anybody closer. Now. Let, let's digress it for a moment yes pitching sucks the pitching is mediocre or less on every ball club so you've got a superstar player in Alex in pool holes. the bottom line is he's getting a lot of chumps out there that throws a lot, throw a lot of chump pitches and he's able to just sit back there and just wait for the mistake when is the last time you saw a pitcher go through an inning without making a mistake the good hitters will hit the mistake period, if, if it's over the plate. If it's not over the plate, of course, they take it. But I'm going to tell you, I'm so impressed by this guy. And and what, no matter what juice he's on, listen, they all took the juice. I don't know why these – you're not going to believe what I'm going to say. They should just make the juice legal, let them destroy their kidneys and their livers and their other organisms, you know, their other organs, and move on. And then let's have a
0: you – know, I, I, I don't think that's crazy at all. Let me tell you why. These guys are highly paid performers – uh, they deal with their bodies. They know what the consequences are. If they don't, they're stupid. I, I would have no problem whatsoever if baseball completely lifted all bans on on steroids, any form of performance-enhancing uh, uh, drugs. I, I would have no problem whatsoever with that, Denny.
1: Well, let me take it one step further. Wouldn't it be great to just give every NFL player a shot of juice before the game starts every Sunday? Listen, as big and strong as they are now, they'd run, in, into, run into each other at 65 miles an hour. Let them have, have a
0: shot it. of juice after the game. Let them, have, let, them have, let them have 100 milligrams of prednisone so their body can heal after a ball game, for heaven's sakes.
1: Yeah, and let me add, listen, this country is moving closer and closer, at least in some states, to legalizing marijuana. And maybe some other stuff, too. What the hell's a little problem with a little bit of juice. I don't have any problem with let, letting the players have the juice. None whatsoever. It be, might even be a quicker game. Who knows?
0: Let's <laughs> Hi, try it.
1: My day, friend. Now, listen, I got another story for you. You're going to fall off your chair when you hear about this one. The Texas Rangers have two pitching prospects a guy by the name of Omar Beltry and Alex Ogando. Both of them were a part of a kidnapping, visa fraud ring, human <laughs> trafficking. <laughs> okay, they, they were banned. Listen to this now. They were banned from the United States of ever entering five years ago, and no one ever thought that they would ever be allowed into the United States. Now, one kid throws fastballs at around 100 miles an hour. The other kid throws at 96, more or less. One's 28, and the other's 30. They were a part of a conspiracy of 30 other minor league players. What they were doing was they were being paid to marry one woman after another so they could come to the United States. That's what they did, and then the poor women got over here, and they became, trafficked by pimps and, and other people, okay? Uh-huh. That's what happened. So they were a part of this ring. Now, Major League Baseball, after the government has is now going to allow them back into the United States, has accepted them with open arms. As a matter of fact, let me blow you over, folks. They are already on the 40-man roster of the Texas Rangers.
0: Excuse me. Well... Not bad. Now, take a look at Eric Gagne. Think about that body of work with the Los Angeles Dodgers. For a couple of years, Denny, this guy is virtually unhittable. He is so far and away. The game's premier uh, uh, closer, it's a race for second. He's going to retire. He's also a guy who uh, was called out in the Mitchell Report. He's a guy who admitted he used human growth hormone 15 years from now. When you think about Eric Gagne, well, I I know the answer already because we've already said what the answer is. Are you going to think of a guy who, for a short term, was so good at his craft that he was damn near impossible to beat, or are you going to think about a guy who used HGH?
1: Well, you know, um, again, I think you remember the number of times I've said this. And busted up
0: his own body in the process.
1: Absolutely, absolutely destroyed himself. Here's here's my point. I believe when they get consideration for the Hall of Fame, we should know. At least the writers should know. Did they take this or did they take this? Was there a rumor they took this, or at least they should have access to the commissioners' report on the 103 people. At a minimum, then you take a look at the 103 and see who else was playing at the time mm-hmm. with the guys who were using it. Because anybody who used it, and I'll and I'll. I'll kiss your ass from here to California. I'll guarantee you, anybody who was using it was also distributing it in one form or another. Maybe not selling it, but giving it to other players. You and I both know that. What do they do? God forbid you're around a party and you're you're you're, do, you're doing a joint or something. Don't you pass it along to the guy next door to you or the girl next to you? Well, I mean, <laughs> you do. Be sociable. Yeah, you can't be a fool. You know, you ain't getting any of the ladies sitting there if you're you're not going to pass something along. Right? Hey,
0: by the way, keep your eyes on the U.S. Cellular Field here in uh, Chicago. Uh, Ozzy Egan's got a ball club right now that's uh, lousy. Fairly good front line pitching, uh, bullpen a little bit soft. Nobody hitting whatsoever. Ozzy doing the uh, course of a training camp, uh, twittering left and right. Wants to have his own website. They got this stupid reality series going on. Uh, Ozzy clearly, you know, at odds with Kenny Williams. Denny, you heard it here first. Ozzy Guillaume will not be managing the Chicago White Sox by the All-Star break. Well, His I days are know. over.
1: Yeah, I think it's sooner than that. He hasn't cared for quite some time. I, I don't, you know. Listen, he's made an awful lot of money, um, more managing than ever in his career. He doesn't care. What what bothers me is, you know, the Chicago White Sox organization. They're like one of the original baseball teams of all time in baseball. Why they let a fool like this keep going? And and you know, <laughs> Chet, up until recently, up until recently, I've always defended Ozzy. I thought he was a great dog and pony show, but not anymore. He doesn't care. He wants, like you said, he wants to tweet and Twitter and do his uh, websites and things like that. What is he, got nothing to do on the field? Ozzie, wake up, look at where your team is in the standings, and then do something about it. But he's done. You're absolutely right. It's about time he's done. God, I think he's overstayed his welcome about three years, hasn't he?
0: Uh, I think you are right on target. Mr. McLean. that is a wrap. Once again, we are dealing. You have been listening to Two Angry Men featuring... Motown's Denny McLean, the pride and joy of Mount Carmel High School, right here in Chicago, along with yours truly, Chet Copick. We thank our great friends and remember, you people out in the suburbs, if you've uh, been overserved, if you've been uh, imbibing, and you've got to get from place to place, do not drive oh, you've yourself.
1: Been been
0: hanging around with Mr. Roethlisberger. Especially if you've been hanging around with Mr. Roethlisberger. Make it a point to allow American Taxi to provide you with a designated driver. D-Mac, take care, buddy. We'll talk in seven days.